Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us today. We are continuing our Common Issues Big Topic series as April and our counselor, Mariah Veach, talk about the keys to happiness. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Welcome back, everyone. This is April Bordeaux. I'm so glad you've chosen to spend this time with us. We are in the middle of a series on big topics, important issues. And last week, we talked about anxiety and uh, perfectionism. And man, if you want to know more about anxiety from not just a clinical perspective, but from a real life perspective, Last week was really powerful and having a guest on um, that really shared her experience with anxiety, how she uh, handles that and how she knows it's creeping in on, on her. So I would really encourage you to listen to that. Today we're talking about the meaning of happiness and what is happiness and just really having a life of happiness. And so I have another special guest with us today, Mariah Veach, one of our therapist here at Care to Change, Mariah, one of our newest official team members. Uh, Mariah was a student here and now she's a therapist with us. So welcome, Mariah. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. I'm so glad you're here. Because you're newer to Care to Change, why don't you let the listeners know a little bit about you? Tell me, why did you pick Care to Change? And if someone uh, wants to see you, what are your passion points? Who do you love to Who do you love to journey with? Yeah, I love Care to Change. Um, I actually did my undergraduate internship here a few years ago, and I just love the way that we incorporate, um, you know, evidence-based practices, but also um, Christian principles, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I'm just super passionate about both of those, and so I love being at a place where I get to do both of those things Mm -hmm. together. Um, And then I came back for my um, graduate internship, and decided to stay. So super excited to be here. Um, I would say so. some of the areas that I like working in the most is um, with addiction. So mm-hmm. specifically substance abuse. Um, I've had some history working in like a women's recovery house and homeless shelters and things like that. And so um, definitely a huge passion for serving that population. Um, but I also work a lot with like women and teenagers specifically. Um, my husband is a youth director at our church, and so I get to work with teenagers a lot, and I love it. Mm. And so, um, yeah, with them, it's not as much of the substance abuse, but just working with teenagers in general is super fun. Nice, nice. And I am just super excited that you're on our team. So now you get to officially be on our podcast as well. So let's just start with... Um, happiness, why don't we, why don't you share maybe the definition um, so that we can start with just the baseline for what our discussion point is here? Yeah. So defining happiness is kind of a hard thing to do sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Because it almost feels a little subjective Mm -hmm. because you kind of, you know when to recognize it, but defining it can be kind of hard. So when we looked up a definition, it says an enduring state of mind consisting not only of feelings of joy contentment and other positive emotions, um, but also just feeling like your life is meaningful and valued. So, Mm. you know, if we were to put words to it, those are probably the best ones too. Well, no wonder people struggle with finding true happiness. When you're talking about living in a place of joy and contentment and knowing your your purpose. And so no wonder people struggle with not feeling happy. 
right. in life. And so talk a little bit about the effects of unhappiness. I mean, we can all, anyone listening probably knows someone that they sort of walk around a little bit sour um, and not happy. Um, but when you expand the definition like this, not experiencing joy or contentment or knowing purpose or value and finding enjoyment in life, um, that sort of spreads into a lot more people than just the ones that are obviously sour for a reason. So right. what are what are some of the effects of not having or experiencing these things? Yeah, I think I think it is easier to recognize the lack of happiness sometimes mm -hmm. than happiness, right? I think mm -hmm. sometimes we take it for granted. But when someone is not experiencing happiness, I mean, it's going to affect their relationships. It's going to affect their health, right? Like mental health, sometimes even physical health. Um, it can affect your motivation. So even just like your daily life and like how you go about doing things and, you know, your motivation levels and getting through the day. And so um, I think it, it can affect your life in a lot of different ways and maybe maybe in small ways, sometimes in big ways, too. But I think just like that lack of motivation and um, maybe not as much connection in your relationships are two big things. Mm. So this lack of motivation and this impact on relationships. Um, so it's just widespread. Not being happy or content, not finding joy really can have a negative impact in life. Um, not just, oh, by the way, I don't feel happy, but in relationships. Right. And so it's sad, right? It's sad when people don't find joy or have that contentment. And so the ne the next natural question would be, well, how do we find this? Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's different. It's going to be different for everyone, right? Because mm -hmm. um, everyone is going to find motivation in different things, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to find your purpose in different things, right? And so um, I was looking this up just because this is something that I think we – we don't always think about directly. And so I was curious too. I'm like, what are, what studies have been done on happiness? You right. know, like what, what do we know about happiness when we're thinking about it like this? Um, and there have like been studies that show that prioritizing spiritual values and social relationships and things like that actually increase happiness more than things like external achievements. So when you think about like money or work or things like that, um, which I know we talked about uh, last week a lot too when we were talking about um you know achievement and perfectionism right mm -hmm. and so you know we know how those things can have negative consequences when we focus too much on those but um they can actually decrease happiness too so, so if i didn't feel happy if i didn't have joy or contentment what are some steps that i can take yeah i think finding finding your motivation right which is easier said than done but I think figuring out like what is your why right like what are you passionate about what is a thing that um excites you you know where do you feel like your gifts and your passions um you know what can you do with them and I think when you find that and you lean into that I think that's when you're going to find a lot of happiness and contentment and motivation Absolutely. So finding your motivation, finding out what your why is, finding out what excites you, find out, finding out what your gifts and passions are. Um, these are all ways. How, how would one go about finding these things? I think 
you can definitely ask people around you too, mm-hmm. right? People who know you well. Um, sometimes, sometimes you are able to identify them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that's something I like to do in sessions too, is I ask like, what are your strengths? And it's just, mm-hmm. it's really fun for me to see um, the answers that people give, but also the process of giving those answers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because some people know right off the bat and that's great. But for some people, it takes a little bit of prodding, right? And like, you have to ask follow-up questions and, you know, well, what do your friends say about you? Or what does your family say about you? Or what would your spouse say about you? Um, and then when they kind of start looking at it through those that lens, um, that kind of helps sometimes when they realize like, oh, I do have this strength, you know, and they start identifying ways that they use that strength in their everyday life. And so um, I think if it is hard to come up with those things, sometimes just talking to the people who know you the best can help. Yeah. Tell me things you see in me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also sort of like I'm thinking about decades ago when the um, Purpose Driven Life came out, Rick Warren's book, when it came out and he had that acronym of how to find your purpose, you know, and it was one of the things he's talked about was um, finding out where you naturally gravitate to, like yeah. what needs in the world or with other people gets you fired up, what mm-hmm. fires you up, um, what injustices or what things are you you naturally passionate about and what needs do you want to meet? Like, um, right. I see this in the church when someone's complaining about, and they really need to do this and it, and it should be like this. And they're just fired up about it. It's like, well, maybe that passion is inside of you because you're the one to actually do something about it Exactly. versus to tell other people what to do. Maybe that's, you're passionate about it because that's what God's calling you to do in right. that um, versus other people to do that because you see a, a vision that's clear. And I think that like when we feel fired up, right, that's, you're going to recognize that. Mm-hmm. So when, when something excites you to that level, you're going to feel that. And so it does help to ask other people and get some ideas, but you're also going to be able to recognize those things just by the way that they make you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. What are some of the go-to assessments that you recommend or use or you've seen used to help people with this? Um... I think something that can help a lot, and I've seen this especially in like Christian circles, church circles, is even like a spiritual gift test or mm-hmm. something that yeah. can be helpful. Just if people aren't sure of like where where should I serve, like what is mm-hmm. what is my strength, how can I use that? Sometimes even those kinds of tests can be really helpful to um, point people in the right direction, so they can start using their strengths and um, build on their passions. I think personality tests can be super helpful too. So things like Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or things like that, just to help people understand themselves better so that they can lean into those strengths and those passions. And the strengths finder as well. That's another good one. There's so many different kinds out there that people can do just to discover more about themselves. And it can lead to, okay, what are some things that I can do Based on that, I think what your your point in saying all of this is finding your motivation and learning your why and what excites yes. you. That's the key. Um, the script there's a scripture that says to be content, you know, in all things. And what's difficult is um, life isn't always easy, right? There are struggles and challenges, and so how do you maintain a spirit of contentment or joy in the middle of a very difficult trying season or a season where you're out of control, you know, Um, and if you're living in your why or you know your motivation or purpose, 
you're much more situated to stay in that during moments of, of um, chaos or uncertainty or stress or challenges than if you're just going to job, going to your job and coming home and, and living your life and coming home without specific purpose or reason. Um, It's sort of like that old um, saying about building your house on a firm foundation. And part of that foundation is really knowing what your why is so that when the storms come, your house stands, you know, your house stands firm. So what resources would you recommend? So I think taking some of those tests, right? So like spiritual mm-hmm. gift tests, um, personality tests, those are things you can do really easily online just to give you, yourself a better understanding of who you are and how you operate and, mm-hmm. you know, um, how you work. Um, also, I mean, I know we have tons of podcasts, but I was listening to one um, we did a while back and that was How to Find Your Purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great one too, um, just to go back and listen to, to kind of help with that. If you're trying to figure out what is my why, what is my motivation, you know? Um, so that's a great resource as well. That's good. That's good. I was also thinking about the Happiness Project book by Sean Acor that a lot of our leaders here at Care to Change have read and are reading right now. Just the um, the book and how to actually it's more about leadership, but leading your people to finding or mm-hmm. to being happy and how it just goes right along with what you're saying, Mariah, about being in intrinsically motivated and how it has to come from within and that things that are like um, goals and that sort of thing and um, rewards are nice but they don't keep someone for the long haul that it's really finding what it is that is their passion point and connecting people to that so um, it goes right along with what you said about finding motivation yeah and what's so cool with that too is um even though like happiness doesn't necessarily come from like the external Mm -hmm. motivation of achievement right but the happier you are the more likely you are to succeed right um which is kind of funny how that works too. But yeah, it's, it can't really be the motivation, but it is a side effect of being more happy. That's exactly what he said in the book too. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. Well, Mariah, thank you so much uh, for talking with us about happiness. Uh, we'll definitely put this information, some of the links for you know the Strengths Finder, Spiritual Gifts, the Personality, Enneagram in our show notes as well. So if you're if you're wanting to know what a good one might be, we'll include those in our show notes. We want to invite you to continue the conversation about big issues, important topics with us next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about codependency, what it is, how to recognize if you are someone that struggles with that, what to do if you see someone who is codependent, how to break away from that and why it even matters. So join us next week. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in today's episode. You can follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. If you have any questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at health at caretochange.org. We hope you found this episode helpful and invite you to join us for more of our podcast conversations.